Welcome to Sharing My Truth with Mel and Susie, the uncensored version, where we bear it all. We do. <laughs> Well, welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. It's Sharing My Truth with Mel and Susie. Hello, babes. How are you? Hello, darling. I'm great. I'm good. You look fabulous. Well, so do you, darling. Thanks, babes. I'm wearing my little Mel scarf today. You are, and I, I noticed that. It looks quite fabulous. It's done. I feel like sexy Parisian flight attendant. Yeah, it's a certain je ne sais quoi. It does. A little silk scarf. A little va-va-voom. Hello, I'm Francais. I am Mel. I speak five languages. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I, That's you, by the okay, way. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, I got that. In case. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Make sure that you uh, rate and review this podcast. If you have a second, it really helps us out, helps people find us, helps us in this community of love and peace and sex. And then follow us on Instagram at sharingmytruthpod and find us on TikTok as well because Mel is the TikTok a queen. And she kills it. <laughs> and if you see our videos on TikTok, almost every single video that's on there, Mel edits. And it's incredible. <laughs> and it's so funny. And she'll she'll comment back if you want to talk. If you want to chat with Mel. I will. Yeah. You just have to comment on our TikTok. And our recent Instagram post. Yeah. We got our first 10K or 12. 12. Almost 13K. Incredible. Lots of comments. And I love the comments. Oh, we, oh my God. We love the comments. Keep going so with the comments. Yeah, so great. It's so funny. It's going to be, I mean, you know, first of many. Absolutely. The fact that more people are finding our community, it's, it's, it's great. great. And it's, it's fabulous. It's lots, empowering. Lots more people downloading. It's brilliant. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you. So thank you guys so, so much. And keep sharing this pod. We love it. Um, But yeah. So. We are going to get right into it today because it's a pretty big topic. It is. And it might be a little controversial. A smidge, yes. A smidge of the controversy. Um, Because today we're going to talk about 50-50 relationships. Yes. And what we mean by that is mostly, you know, 50, like women doing 50%, men doing 50% in the relationship. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever that means to you, whether it's paying for 50% of the bills, taking care of 50% of the childcare, mm -hmm. or the home cleaning, or whatever it is, everything is 50-50, and we're here to talk about why that most likely does not work. Yes. Right? We are. Yes. I mean, it's, it's pretty hefty because, you know, we're in this place that, you know, if you get married... You know, we're dealing with a bunch of issues. And if we don't get married, we're dealing with a bunch of other issues. And like as women, yeah. right, like you, you, you're having to work, you're having to have a baby, mm -hmm. you know, if we're just going to go from society standards, mm -hmm. work, have a baby, you know, get married, mm -hmm. maybe not in those orders, mm -hmm. but um, <laughs> um, and then hopefully you don't get divorced. Yeah. And you're still taking care of your however many kids. Yes. You want to yeah. get a pet. You have to take care of your parents. Yeah. Like it's a lot. And a lot of these caretaker things still falls on the woman's side. 100%. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So how, like how did we get here, right? Like how did we get here in the way of like modern feminism where we do feel empowered, obviously. And mm -hmm. there's so much that has helped. Like yeah. misogyny is 
still here, obviously. Yeah, sadly, <laughs> but, yes. but it's gotten a lot better. And oh. I know from from when you were a teenager or in your 20s, mm-hmm. obviously, yeah, it's been a very large change. Oh, yeah. It's a massive change. I mean, in any workplace. So I, I think, you know, I left university, my first job, I, you know, proper job uh, in an office, if that's mm-hmm. a proper job, but you know what I mean? Like, paying the rent kind of job and I would have been about 23 mm. and I was in sales jobs and I was always working with a lot of men and it was so misogynistic I mean and not even misogynistic they were sort of being overbearingly masculine I mean they made horrible comments and that was just a regular thing and I know lots of my friends experienced that but I, I'd say my generation generation x is really the first generation my mother actually worked and so did my grandmother on my mum's side. So I had that in my family, but my mum then stopped working when she had me, which was quite common. But my generation, Generation X, probably the first generation because of the feminist movement in the 70s that we that we were going to look after ourselves. We were going to we weren't sort of looking to get married. That wasn't number one aim to get married. And I, you know, even growing up, my father always said to me, it was my father, not my mother, saying to me, if you want things in life, if you want a house, a car, whatever, you go out there and get it. You get a great job, you get it. Don't marry a man. Don't don't let a man decide that for you. And I think our generation was the first that really experienced not being trapped if you know mm-hmm. what I mean because I think you know we can criticize but women before that they, they didn't have a choice I mean they got married for money for finances I mean hopefully they loved the guy and he wasn't that awful but they were trapped then and society didn't let them get divorced and what what were the, what were they supposed to do uh, my my mother's mother got married at 19 because she got pregnant and she detested my grandfather and I think you know spent her whole life being miserable and that was a lot of people were in that yeah. right but then the feminist movement, as far as I see it, is was to supposed to be able to allow women to have the choice, to have a choice, to work, to not work, to work part-time. When you have children, to work, to not work, to go back to whatever the combination of whatever those things is, was to allow you to have the choice and to not have to do what a man told you, what society do. You could make those decisions. And, of course, that is sort of, where we yeah, I mean, kind I, of got to, but it's kind of now it's so incredibly difficult for young women because, well, women still, if you have children, women still have babies. Mm-hmm. So you have to take time off. I mean, I took minimal time off with my two kids, but still physically you have to. Somebody's got to look after the baby. Somebody's got to physically go through it. Someone's got to feed them. From yeah, their the teat. whole, the whole, exactly the whole <laughs> thing. And you know, to, to to sort of have to go to back to work very quickly, which a lot of women have to do within six months to a year, and then you don't know how you're going to feel. You know, you feel you think, no, 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 I want this, I want my job, and I want my child, I want to have everything, and then you have the baby, and you're like, mm, maybe I'd like a little bit of time out, which is perfectly that that would be great in an ideal world. But then even if you have a partner who can support you financially, it's so bloody expensive mm-hmm. to breathe, let alone buy a house. Yeah. That it's almost impossible for any any family unless one of the members, you know, the man or the woman or whatever the couple, whatever the whoever's in the couple, if you like, is an extremely high earner, mm-hmm. a mega earner, which is, you know, point zero zero one percent of the population, then what are you supposed to do? Yeah. I mean, we're still supposed to like as society wants us to or what they want us to work like men pretty much yeah that sounds that sounds extremely anti-feminist in the way of like well we should have this 
what we call equality, mm-hmm. but it should be equity in the way of like, yeah. we need different things. We are different people with different needs. 100%. Like our two genders and whoever has a vagina, has a penis, whoever you are, yeah. you're going to need different things in 100%. your life. And whether that's if you do want, to, if you choose to have a child mm-hmm. and make that ginormous decision and you might be even alone and mm-hmm. you want to have a child. Exactly. You don't need a penis anymore, no. which is incredible. No. But you should have make that decision for yourself and, you know, people should be able to, you know, um, like our society should accept that and they should try to take care of these people mm-hmm. that, you know, want to make their own decisions and not, like, I feel like we're being punished for living how society has wanted us to live. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think in a way, um, young women are, because I-, I would say on the flip side, there's probably never been a, a fairer time, if you like, to be a woman in mm-hmm. terms of you can get the job. I mean, you look at the statistics of higher education, you know, and young women in, in education and do much better than young men and, and so on. Yeah. But it's it's just incredibly, I think the reason it's difficult for women is because you're supposed to be now, apparently, you know, either Kim Kardashian or running some global online super fashion empire, exactly wearing like, you know, $3,000 suits or you're meant to be a celebrity, whatever. Like you're meant to be some super, super duper human being. And you're supposed to look amazing at all times of day. And you're supposed to be an amazing lover and amazing in the sack. And then if you have children, you're meant to be an amazing mother. Like you're meant to be all of these things, mm-hmm. which is like, I, I don't even know. I don't even know how that works. It's I hard really because don't. like the women... And we're probably going to get a lot of hate. Yeah, saying this. probably. But it's yeah, probably. But the women, we are a pro. We are the problem. Oh right? yeah, it's we're like, our own worst <laughs> enemy. Yeah, because we like to pretend that it's all women empowerment. We've mm. said this before, but women are the hardest, most judgmental. hundred percent on to other women. Yeah, ever. It's, it's it's hideous, and I I think it confuses men. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it really confuses men. They don't understand. They're like, I thought you guys were all meant to like stick together, and and you know what it's like if women are like, oh, if your friend has just bought some you know beautiful new house or has some amazing clothes, everyone's like, yeah, I'm so happy for you, and then behind your back they're like, <laughs> mm. you know, yeah. it's so bitchy, and yeah. I think it's, it's like, well, your husband probably bought that for you, yeah, and. Yeah, it's, like, it's, oh it's very, God. there's a lot, women are innately jealous. Yes. You know, most men don't really give a shit what house they live in, what the couch looks like. You know, it's all the, often, often in relationships, there's a woman who's like, you know, no, I have to have, it's got to look better and I'm worried about what other people think. It's because like we're secretly very competitive. Secretly very competitive. And I also think, I mean, I personally, the most um, criticism I've ever received is from women. 100%. And, and when I, I, work, I worked through, both my pregnancies and with my children, I've always worked. And the amount of criticism, and my husband's always had a very good job. So the amount of criticism I've had um, from other women saying, you know, well, why do you work? So you'd have the women saying, why do you work? You don't need to work. Then the women who, um, who you know, you've gone back to work. I mean, it, it just sort of came from all sides. And you're like, hang on a second. How about fuck off and mind your own business fuck off I'm doing what I'm doing mm-hmm. it works for me and my family and it has nothing to do with you yeah but I yeah and it's horrible it really is and you think oh my god you know you you are the same woman who would say you're a feminist and you're doing this you're criticizing me because you're I have had friends who've criticized me when my two children were very young because I was working I had my own business I still have my own business but I had a nanny to help me 
when I was working. Mm -hmm. And I had friends who were feminists who criticized me for having a nanny. And you're like, um, hang on a second. So you're going to criticize me mm -hmm. for having somebody to help me so that I can work. Okay, this is really, really messed up. Like, and then those same women then had their children. Yeah. And of course had to have childcare or something. Of course. then how do you work if you don't have any help? If you're very, very lucky and you've got a, a mother or a, a some kind of, you know, relative that'll help you, lucky you. But mm -hmm. most people don't have that. No, especially who live in the same place because we're all living in different places now. Like, that's just the... The way yeah. things go. Yeah. And and I think there's a huge amount of expectation on women. I mean, I, you know, I'm 50 and I went to a super feminist um, private girls school mm -hmm. in England. Not, not for my <laughs> whole. Very posh. Very posh. Not for whole of my education, but sort of the bulk of it. And, you know, it was very feminist. It was like, you're girls and you can do anything a man can do. And it was like drummed into you every single day. And you can succeed and you can be a doctor, a lawyer, a banker, a businesswoman, whatever. And it was drummed into you. And it's so, not, not true. No, it's not true. And it, and it, you know, it's very empowering. That was great. And, and all of us went off and had degree, got degrees and, you know, got everyone worked and blah, blah, blah. But every, but they sort of failed to mention what happens when you have a child. Mm -hmm. They sort of missed that bit out. And I know that that's very difficult. How are they going to talk about that when you're 18? Mm -hmm. But it's like, it's kind of key because most of us, that was a big issue, right? Yeah. That you'd worked your ass off. You know, friends of mine who were lawyers who worked their ass off got these big jobs in corporate careers and and then had a child and then it's like how how do i do this mm -hmm. this is really hard because we still are not you know you can say oh the man the man could do it or but we're still not there and you do physically have the child the child comes out of you there's a mm -hmm. bond between the mother and the and i and there are lots of and i have lots of friends of all different combinations of of ways that they've looked after the children and it's worked very well for them and it really is up to the couple but yeah. It's still stacked against well, you. Well, I think it's also just so funny. Like when you look at Instagram and you look at all these hot mummies on Instagram yeah. and things like that, they do not, most of them anyways, obviously, do not show um, that they have nannies around. Of course not. But of course, of, of course, course they not. do. You know, like, and there's just these women that are like, not maybe purposefully, but they are gatekeeping these into like these ideologies of like it's a very good way of putting it yeah they're just yeah. like they're holding on yeah. they're like oh we're obviously getting so much help and taken care yeah. of and you know looking super yeah. great on instagram but obviously behind the scenes there's an army of people of course which is fine i mean if you can afford that good for you and exactly. if it works no and whatever either way but don't pretend don't portray something and there are a couple of celebrities who will may shall remain nameless who do that and they sort of oh i'm a great mother and they're sort of walking around with their baby carrier with their hundred children following them but then you never see actually the nannies behind kid number well, six also like what other i mean like are they making their own food probably not like no, probably not no, they're not like, doing the washing they're not no. you know like and that's just there's just there's so many things to being an everyday woman mm -hmm. like like you said you have to look great where does all that money come to make to buy the makeup to buy the hair stuff to make mm -hmm. you look great to you know be an everyday person in society the time. well yeah and the time and like if you go to work one day and you don't put makeup on someone's gonna say you look tired Oh, yeah. And that's going to ruin your goddamn yeah. fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> and any woman yeah. listening is going to know exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. Because yeah, if you're not, if you don't wear makeup, like if you have, a, if you have an actual office job or whatever, mm -hmm. and you, you have to look professional every day, you're speaking mm -hmm. with clients, it's going to, it's like proven fact that mm -hmm. prettier or mm -hmm. more well put together women mm -hmm. 
are oh, more successful. But look at all the sort of um, the music stars that like a lot of young women, I'd say, you know, Gen Z's, my kids sort of look up to the sort of Beyonce's and all these Adele's or whatever. Maybe not so much Adele, but like Beyonce <laughs> yeah. and trying to think of Cardi B or whoever it is. And what they're all like mega, mega put together. Very, very and also very, very feminine. Mm hmm. And, you know, God, how long does it take to get to look like that? I mean, they've obviously got the raw material to start with, but w the rest of us aren't able to do that because we don't have... I mean, I've told you what it's like when you bump into celebrities, um, I, which I have done bizarrely in a lot of airports, and this, yeah. it's so disappointing. Because yeah. <laughs> you're always like, is, this, is that it? Yeah. I remember seeing, like, various people, Jude Law, I was, I was sent Gwyneth Paltrow. Heathrow Airport is like a mecca for all these people. You always see them. And it's like, oh, right. It's like... I could be you. Well, not quite, but you know what You I mean? could, though. They're not that exciting. Absolutely. So then you realize how many people are behind, and particularly women. And you know what it's like. You go to the hairdresser, all the, you know how long all this stuff takes. Yeah. It takes forever. So, so to do yeah. that and to be like in a relationship and to have a job, which, you know, no job is nine to five. If you're no. progressing in your career, it's more like seven to nine. If you want to raise, you have to work the extra yeah. hours. Um, you know, children, a house. And, and then that leads on to the other thing that still so much unpaid work in the house, women do it. Mm -hmm. Mostly because we don't want to leave it to men because mm -hmm. they're useless at it. No. <laughs> I mean, that's, well, that would be my case. Right. Well, I if would... you want something done, you do it yourself. And I think a lot of women 100%. feel that way. Yeah. I mean, I'm lucky my husband cooks and I can't, as mm -hmm. you know, cook to save my life. However, everything else, mm -hmm. my husband cannot put a wet towel after 25 years over the like little rail, you know. He just can't get, he oh, no. puts it and it's all scrunched up. Oh, dry, God, and I hate so that. I, I, I just, what is the point in having the conversation for the millionth time? I just put the towel back yeah. every time. There is no you point. You gotta pick your battles. There's you gotta no pick point. your battles, yeah. If I want breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I'm gonna put the towel. No, I'm joking. Well, it is actually so the funny. truth. But yes, but yeah. But I think, yeah. you know, we, we don't realize it's, you know, and also there's the issue of a lot of stuff that women don't say, do they? Like we're talking yeah. about the fact that there's sort of all the bitchiness and that we're really sort of quite jealous of each other, but there's also a lot of unsaid stuff. Well, it's like when you see these women, whether in person or online, and you want to judge them because mm -hmm. maybe they have a rich husband mm -hmm. and they don't work mm -hmm. and they have a bunch of kids mm -hmm. and yeah, they're just living their life. They're mm -hmm. trying to live their best life. And obviously maybe you don't know these women and you're judging just based on looking at them. But you're obviously like, fuck that. Like, I can't believe this woman went there. Like, I, I, you know, she should have a job. Why mm -hmm. are you making your money? Mm -hmm. You're putting us back a bunch of years. Yeah. But it's like, maybe you're just jealous. Yeah. <laughs> maybe secretly you're like, that would be and quite nice. You know, it's, it's, yeah. either way is fine. You want to work, you want to make your own way in life. Of course. Fucking power to you. Yeah. But if you want to take a man's money mm -hmm. and make it your own, no, Power I to mean, you as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you really have to do what's right for you. Yeah. I mean, I do think that if you have children, especially, you know, I've got two daughters, it is good to have the role model of I've always worked yeah. and they've seen that. Um, but they've also seen that their dad is a very strong, in our case, a very strong um you know figure in their life mm -hmm. and he does do things like he cooks even though he's a very sort of alpha male he mm -hmm. cooks all our meals and they see that for male yeah well he <laughs> is he's very what, what's the word very, no no no. i love very it he's, male yeah, yeah he's, he's just he knows how to take care of a lady yeah he's not yeah. a yeah I, I guess 
an a well a type personality very male yes. yeah and so they see that but they see that i i also work yeah um but that mum and dad obviously have an agreement an arrangement as yeah. to because i've done the bulk of the childcare i mean not the bulk i've done all the childcare <laughs> but yeah do, like let's say it <laughs> yeah, all the childcare and yeah. you know got them out of my body and that was right. that was pretty big but also we agreed that mm-hmm. that was an agreement yeah and maybe that's the problem is that you know people assume that if people are living these lives and then we see we sort of look in on instagram and whatever and we think it's true and of Mm -hmm. course it's a tiny slice of your life that those couples have had a they've spoken about this Mm -hmm. they've arranged their life they're happy with it they've sort you know so and 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 in many cases and i have several friends where the mum the the woman is the brain is the brain keeper is the is the um the breadwinner the breadwinner that's the word and that works for Mm -hmm. them and great, but they've had they've set up their life. They'd have a, they've had a, obviously conversations about it. Mm-hmm. I also know people where it hasn't worked, mm-hmm. but that's entirely personal, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's up to why can't we just all get on and do what is right for us? Because that I think unfortunately that is the biggest thing, the biggest criticism, and people are going to come for me for saying this. For women is that we just can't let it be. Mm-hmm. We can't like we've got rid of a lot of misogyny. And it's a lot, lot better than when I was young. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't say hideous things in the workplace. And what are hideous things? things? Oh my gosh. Um just so many uh sexual innuendos. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I'm not even sure I can repeat some of them. They would just horror repeat them. So I mean I can remember there's so many, but I remember one day I was working, I was working in a sales floor, um, selling advertising for a, a newspaper group in the uk big newspaper and i worked you know all the sales floors in those days Mm -hmm. were men Mm -hmm. and very sort of male men you know like shouted down the phone and you know and it was very noisy and i was the only woman on the sales team and you know i'm a sort of small feminine i'm not Mm -hmm. exactly a yeah i'm very very cute oh thank you very cute you know i'm sort of the the total opposite to them yeah and I got the job because I speak several languages. But anyway, one day I'm on the phone. I get off the phone. My boss looks at me and he's he's sitting at his desk and he's re- wheeling his his wheelie, you know, the, the, the chair chairs. with the, yeah, in and out. And I'm like, what are you doing? He said, do you know, do you know what I'm doing? I'm thinking about if I had a girl bent over this desk right now and I just go in and in and out of her on my chair. And I just went, okay great thanks i'm just gonna i just got a call sense and i just i just completely ignored him right but that is the kind of thing that you dealt that's, with yeah all like that's the environment that you're going oh yeah. into every or day like making comments like very sexually that's your boss yeah it was my yeah. boss and it didn't even occur to me to say anything because i was just like whatever it wasn't specifically about me but i was i have had things said specifically about me once i was wearing a pearl necklace mm-hmm. and I, this is very many many years ago and i was you know in my early 20s and probably a lot more naive. And this guy who had a little bit of a thing for me, but he told me, what's the expression? Like, is that your basically pearl necklace, I eat sperm, you know? Uh, and yeah, I was just like, jerk like, off on your exa- chest. Exactly. Yeah. That's what he meant. Yeah. And I had no idea what he was talking about at the time. And then I had to get somebody to translate. And I was like, oh, right. Okay, whatever. And I, I just carried on. Yeah. Because you, it wasn't an environment, but that's pretty bad, right? Mm-hmm. Looking back many years later. And so many instances of that. Yeah. Of really sexual talk. Um, 
Just imagine if we went into a workplace and we're, we were like, oh my God, my pussy is so wet. Oh, yeah. When um, yeah. your pretty tie much. is tied like that. Pretty much. Or like anything like pretty that. Pretty much. That is pretty much what it was like. My nipples get so, But they would love it. Oh, of course <laughs> they would love it. That's the irony. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, you'd go to like conferences or whatever. You know, if you have like conferences where you're sort of ra- running a stand or whatever yeah. for your company. And the men would come by and every single one of them had to chat you up. And you're like, you know, I am here for work. Mm-hmm. I'm not here, excuse me, for your amusement mm-hmm. so that you can chat me up. And you're just going, oh, whatever. you know, and you, you just kind of get used to it. Yeah. But that was the environment. Very misogynistic, very highly sexualized. Yeah. Less women, more men, especially in the jobs I was in. Yeah. And then they don't want more women so they can keep saying they're exactly. shitty shit. And then when women complained, yeah. then they... um they basically didn't talk to them. Mm-hmm. Now that's all changed and that's really great. That mm-hmm. is good. And the, and the other thing is that, you know, women who are in marriages and that perhaps they don't work, they're not trapped anymore. They're yeah. not like, oh God, I have to stay married to this man. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not easy to get divorced. But it's not like my grandmother's generation. She had to marry my grandfather because she was pregnant. And what was she going to do? And yeah. she hated the guy. That's horrible. Um, And, you know, that has changed and that's very very positive yeah but i do i just think we live in a world now that we're not really allowing for many exceptions are we and we're being very i guess the word is judgmental so if a woman said oh you know i don't i don't i'm gonna have my kids and i don't want to work all your friends would get on you giving you a hard time about it where in actual fact it's like okay if that's what you want to do you do that yeah it's not what i want to do but that's none of my business yeah i mean like for me, like, I have a really great group of friends, mm-hmm. and oh my God, I love them so much. But yeah, if any of them were like, you know what, I'm gonna marry this rich guy and I'm just gonna be a mommy, and I'm like, that is fucking amazing for you. I honestly think it is the group of girls that you surround yeah. yourself with. Well, that's incredible. There's so many toxic, and I've had so many toxic female friendships mm. that are just like, you you say one thing and then you think the other and then you talk mm. behind their back or like yeah. um, they say something to your face and you're like, that wasn't nice at all. <laughs> no, exactly. You know, so. Well, they're ready to jump on you. They're very ready to jump they're on you. They're ready to sort of, like we had some uh, a post this week on um, TikTok mm-hmm. and, you know, we said something, you said something funny and all these like, women sort of piled on saying I know, and I was just you're kidding. not a feminist it's like it's a joke <laughs> I was just like kidding. relax I'm actually you know I uh, I'm I work I support myself I think I'm a feminist you know in the same case for me but they're just ready for a fight they're ready yeah, to they like go for you that you're you're being subjugated to men and I think that's a big problem mm-hmm. that women like I think I've told you this like when my my husband travels he puts all his clothes on the bed and then you pack them and then for I pack us, them for which is him. so cute to me. And I've always done that, yeah, because he's traveled so much. Yeah, but my friend, I remember one of my friends saying to me that I was behaving like a um a servant and that I was being like fifties like, housewife. It's that's the kind of thing she said. And I and I will iron his shirts and stuff, but he does all the cooking. And right, he does like, like he'd do anything for me. Yeah. So I'm like, like who's got the better situation? You me. I mean, it was just ridiculous. I mean, just like. I'm not doing it because I'm a woman and he's a man. I'm doing it because I happen to be better at this and I'm helping him because I love him and I want to do something for him. Yeah. And he likes cooking because he's way better at it than me and he loves doing it because he feels it's really contributing to the family, which it is. Yeah. And it makes him feel good and everyone's fed and, and everyone's happy. That's where we come back to like the like the toxic way of thinking of a 50-50 relationship and yeah. how it literally just, it doesn't work as in the fact that 
you have to take note of everything you've done for them for one day and that what he, you know, what he's done for you and everything you've done for him and like what he's done for you. And like, if it doesn't match up, then like, I know. What are you going to break up? Are you going to have a fight? Do you have like a little sort of thing like to ode to, ode to to Melanie, you know, one dinner, ode to Max, one whatever or whatever it is. I mean, even we were talking about this recently, well, not so recently, Michelle Obama was um, interviewed and she said, and I will link this in the blog where where the interview was, and she said that no marriage is 50-50 and that her marriage to Barack Obama was not 50-50. I mean, clearly he was the president of the bloody United States. So, I mean, you know, he had a pretty big job. It doesn't get much bigger than that. But, I mean, she was saying that, you know, marriage, it's not always 50. It might be at some points 60, 40, 70, 30. And it's not always one way or the other. Yeah. It just depends, right? But I'm you're thinking, look, this is a woman who is extremely articulate, mm-hmm. who's incredibly capable, who obviously realized her, brother, her husband, even though she was a lawyer and, you know, had her, a lot of education, is very smart. Her husband's going to be the president. Mm-hmm. She kind of can't have a job. She kind of has to go to the White House, you yeah. know. She kind of has to support him. And she's doing her duty for the United States by supporting him. If she was the president, he would have to do the other way around. And, um, you know, now obviously she's gone on and she's written her book and blah, blah, blah. Um, but, I mean, I think she's a pretty good example. Yeah, of, of, I mean, for the team. She worked for the team of her family. And I think that she's a great example and she is to be commended and more and talked about more the fact that she did that. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that that drives into like the everyday woman of just like, yeah, your husband might make more money sometimes and maybe he can pay an extra bill. But there's also the fact that he might lose his job. Exactly. And you have to be ready to either if you want to make sure that this is the partner of your life or, yeah. you know, maybe you're not just with him yeah. for his money, but, you know, how are you, whatever. But yeah, there might be a possibility that you're going to have to help him absolutely <laughs> or help the family e- either way either more yeah, yeah either way more. i mean like uh, when but the beginning of my relationship with max i made way more money and mm-hmm. then it sort of swung in between all the way through and um you know i just to me it's not important at all i, I don't really understand why that's important um i guess you know i i know couples where it is has been problematic and i you know that's a societal thing where the woman makes more money than the man and you know, that's complicated to unpack that, yeah. you know, um, and that depends on the couple and how they can deal with that. But yeah, there are times in your life and not just if you've had a child, you, like you said, you could be laid off. So you need to be with somebody who's going to, you know, kind of help you out or, you know, not sort of have you on the street yet. Not have you on the street. Yeah, but it's true, right? Absolutely. Like, you know, if, let's say you lose your job tomorrow, it's going to help you pay the rent. Of course. And not be like, you know, mm, you've had one, one cube of whatever no, yeah, like you're not roommates one glass of orange juice you owe that back to exactly me, it's not know? like you're splitting the yeah. fridge like yeah. you're literally supposed to be happy it's supposed to be happy and it's yes. supposed to be a nice partnership i know you, and, and you should want to do things for that person yes, without exactly. expecting things to That's, come back to exactly, you exactly 100 and you shouldn't be sort of having there shouldn't be some kind of tally and i do know couples where there is a tally yeah where they're literally tallying and and they've had children and they have rotors like you know um today so and so feeds so and so or tomorrow i do the shopping so next week you have to do the shopping i mean who cares how Mm -hmm. many times you do the show i don't know why that matters well as long as you're not getting like completely like um taken advantage of 
about oh, that. Oh, yes. Show. You know what I mean? 100%. But that's another that's an, issue. That's another that's whole another discussion. Issue. But I think you know if you're in a relationship with somebody and you're happy and you're both contributing in whatever way you're contributing, yeah. which clearly is not going to be the same. That would be ridiculous. Um, and you are different people. Therefore, you bring different things to the relationship. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I... It's it's so complicated. This I know. Issue. I just want to marry a rich man. Can I just have a sugar daddy already? I'm ready for it. You're ready for it. <laughs> I'm ready for but it. But then a rich older man, that's got its problems. Isn't yeah, it? I don't know. Because then you marry someone, they're 90. And then, bye. Wow. Oh, <laughs> wow. I'm like half kidding. But yeah. like, you know. They are going to come for you today. It's possible. They've I don't know. Come for you Any woman who says that they wouldn't like, imagine just having that opportunity being like, this man is going to die in a year. Give him the best year of his life as a young woman and you get to make a billion dollars. Wow. I'd take that. Would you? I'd take that. I would. But, uh, you know what? At least you're honest. A hundred percent. You know? I don't know. Any woman who doesn't, like, like you wouldn't, Mel, you wouldn't do that? What? Well, I'm already married. No, I know. But tricky. if you were, like, imagine. Just marry an old codger. So that- if someone was like, if someone, like, if I don't know. If their assistant was like, we need a fun, sexy woman. For a year. To, to, for a year, because this man has one year to live. Yeah. He has a lot of money. He doesn't have anyone else to give it to. You know, you're oh, not taking okay. you're not taking this money away from his, his I don't know, his wow, other family, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. You wouldn't take that deal? You wouldn't I, take I, that deal? I, I think most people would take the deal. Thank you. Yeah. It's a smart fucking decision. You yeah. might learn something from this old yeah. guy. I mean maybe you have to suck an old dick. Who cares? It depends who it is. <laughs> I mean, if that is attached to, you know, some individuals, <laughs> then I don't know. But, you know, I guess you can, as one person You're making said, a billion dollars. In, in one of our TikToks, they were like, uh, you can close your eyes. And I was like, oh, yeah. You can close your eyes. We were talking about turning the lights, lights off. off. <laughs> and he said, just close your eyes. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just, oh, yeah. that was kind of eye-opening, that comment. No, it was anyway, so funny. Anyway, but yeah. So where are we now in our conversation? I'm just Susan? saying, like, women, like, come on, guys. Just be honest with ourselves. You don't need to do it all. You know, you don't no. need to be the feminist who believes that we can do it all we literally cannot we need help we need help and whether it might be a man's help Mm. you shouldn't be ashamed of taking a little bit of help as long as they're also you know helping like you're helping yeah i I think it's it's not like you know (laughs) did i just speak gibberish (laughs) no i think it's basically not sort of dying on the sword of your principles it's like not taking it too far it's like we are all trying to live here in a pretty tough world where it's getting increasingly competitive and there are you know there are no breaks anymore for women that was one thing years ago is you got lots of breaks because yeah, she's only a woman. She's only a woman. Whereas, you know, and I've, I've had that said to me in years and years ago, more times than I've had hot dinners. There's a nice ex- English nice. expression for you. And I, it's true. And they, and they would say that to you and you'd be like, oh, thanks very much. That's great. Yeah, whatever. But, you know, that isn't the world we live in. However, the price we pay for not living in that world mm-hmm. is all the other stuff. hundred you know, percent. So, I mean... It's the price of progress, I guess. I mean, I guess that's the same with everything. It's so difficult to hike, you know, hang on a second. I don't want all of this stuff from the past and I want all this good stuff, but I don't want that stuff. I only want I only want this piece of, you know, yeah. feminism or quality. I don't want all the other stuff. 
uh, well, it doesn't work like that. But it's it? hard because I do. I want the happy. I want men to be nice to me mm-hmm. and not sexually assault me mm-hmm. because they think I'm hot and they think that I deserve it if I look a certain way. Yeah. Yeah, I you know, I just, which is amazing that men still behave like that. Isn't it's it? and that there, I don't yeah. believe that's ever going to stop. No, but you know, as long you know, um, but yeah, like I just I don't want that, but I do want the fact that maybe a guy can still buy me dinner and maybe mm-hmm. open um, the door for you. Yeah, what is that chivalry? Yeah, chivalry, a gentleman, I, a gentleman, like, but also just like a nice person. Like I would mm-hmm. hold the door open for anyone. Yeah, I would buy my friends dinner. Yeah. If you know, yeah. it was just like, and that supports you in your life. Yeah, supports what you're doing is there, and you support them emotionally, you know, physically, whatever it is that yeah. you're both there for each other. And the idea is that you're both there, whatever happens. So you know, whoever needs some, everyone needs some support. Yeah. But I think the thing that's most unspoken, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that the voice that we just don't hear enough is that a lot of women actually do kind of want a man. They want a man. So they want to earn their own money. We're talking about straight women, obviously. Lesbians. We you, are talking. You can join the conversation. We love you so much. I'd love to know, actually. <laughs> how these lesbian com- like, yeah. relationships I'd love to know work. how that differs. Is it 50-50? Yeah, I'd love to exactly. know, too. And, you know, if one partner's female and one's masculine. More masculine. You know, yeah. yeah. I'd love to know that. So please, somebody let me know, because I really would like to know. But yeah, Sorry um, to interrupt. Not. Go ahead. No, no, no. Now I've lost completely I know, lost I'm my sorry. train of thought. <laughs> sorry. No, but I think the unspoken thing is that you, you want to work, you want to do well, because I think you also want it for your self-esteem and your morale. And of course, you want to make your own money mm-hmm. so that basically, if you want to go and buy a handbag, you don't have to have a massive conversation about it. Yeah. But most women also want a man who's supportive who's gonna like sort shit out if everything goes wrong yeah they kind of want and that's kind of a very male stereotype somebody to kind of look after them to be a rock and i'm not i say look after i don't necessarily mean financially mm-hmm. but they also kind of like it when that man takes them out for dinner 100%. when he turns up with a louis vuitton handbag it all is quite nice and it we are kidding ourselves let's just stop pretending we don't yeah. like that we are kidding ourselves if we don't say we like that and i think it comes from this like um this younger place of a woman like obviously like you mm-hmm. went to this really feminist school and like even i remember being extremely more feminist when i was like in my early 20s yeah. um and like late teens and obviously it's just changed now because i'm fucking tired yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, but it's, just, it's ideal. But idealism always kind of wanes yeah. because then you live and you're like, oh shit, yeah, actually this is quite hard. This is really hard. And like, wait, I still possibly have to have a baby and I'm going to have to work after that? Yeah. That's insane. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's just, there has to be an option, right? Yes. And you have to have the choice. Yeah. There can't just be. But I mean, that was the point. Exactly. Is the point of the feminist movement was for women to have the choice. And now we've got to this point. And the point that everything is so expensive mm-hmm. in most of the major cities in the world that you, you the, both the man and the woman have to work. Otherwise, you can't afford to live in your house. You can't yeah. afford to drive your cars. And then, of course, children have to go to daycare. You can't afford that. I mean, the whole thing is mad. Yeah, it's toxic. It's just, it's completely mad. I mean, the cost of day childcare is insane. And it's just going up. It's a, it's just going up. Everything is just going up. Yeah. And oh, I mean, we could talk about this for days, yeah, especially with chi- like children yeah, involved. Because. Like, but as a person who doesn't even know if they want children, right? Yeah. 
But I think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I think there are also a lot of women who are making the choice, mm -hmm. which, you know, absolutely, if you don't want to have children, that's entirely your choice. So that is a choice too. But I think there are also a lot of women that feel they can't have children mm -hmm. because they can't afford it. And so they've 100%. kind of eliminated the choice for themselves. And and that, I think, is is really desperately sad. Yeah, actually. I mean, as we live in Canada, thankfully, mm. abortion is very illegal. Mm -hmm. I mean, legal. Legal, yeah. Abortion is very legal. Mm. And we are able to make these decisions for ourselves. Mm. And if we can't afford it, which is in Toronto mm -hmm. and other large cities, mm -hmm. how how can you if you're literally not working so hard with like three jobs? It's you know? very, very difficult. It's so difficult. And especially if you don't have a partner who's mm. also working yeah. and who's also super just like supportive and like a real partner it's, in it. Yeah, it's, it's very difficult. so difficult in this, econ in this economy. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah, yeah, but I mean also sort of not to go on about children, I'll make my last point about it, but even the way having children is so geared to somebody being at home. You know, kids, mm -hmm. my kids, when they were little, they finished school at 3.15. Yeah. Well, not everyone obviously can afford for somebody or has to pick them up or a family member to go and pick them up. So the whole thing is geared around somebody a actually. being at home. Yeah, well, mostly yeah. a mum or somebody being at home. It's not geared around the workday at all. You know, it's, it's just not. So that's kind of messed up. But I mean... It, it leads into my facts. Do you want to <gasps> hear my facts? Absolutely. I'm so excited. So my facts. And I will um, link the that. article. Just one moment. <laughs> yeah. I will. So this actually comes from um publication called Pan Macmillan. But I will link it in the blog as always. Okay, amazing. But I think some important things to actually consider about gender inequality because this is that's what this is a subtitle of this in, um th that still exists in the world so you know we've gone through this huge sort of feminist movement and we're you know there's been so much progress and a lot of in the western world anyway you know educate educated young women and, and many young women going on to secondary and post-secondary yeah. undergraduate postgraduate studies and so on but you, you think about so i'll just read you a few of these facts you think the u.s in particular and obviously the you know we're in canada the u.s is is very different situation but it's still the u.s is one of the only eight countries in the world that does not provide any form of paid maternity leave so and i you know you sorry if if that's not totally correct now but i i know that the u.s is very different to canada yeah. and to the uk where i'm from in western europe where it's it's much better for mothers and paid leave but you know that still is an issue that you know you're either gonna in the u.s earn nothing or you're gonna earn less or whatever so that's not really progress is it no then there's the issue of harassment sexual harassment either in like you were talking about not necessarily and we've done a lot of work to get that out of the workplace and there obviously there's lots of laws but that doesn't you know in social situations in situations you know particularly like if you're in a gym or something like that or if you i mean even at my um in my advanced years, Susie, you know, you'll sort of be in shop as drug mart and some man will come up to you. And, and uh, you know, in my case, it's not some gorgeous young 25-year-old. It's generally some doddery old whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, some man will come up to you and say something, like, super creepy and, you know, in, like, what? I'm, like, looking for shower gel or whatever. Mm -hmm. What? And I can think of a situation... Yeah, you're just in the fucking tampon aisle. Yeah. Fuck off. Recently, I was... 
in Stoppers Drug Mart, actually, you're getting lots of advertising here, not in necessarily a positive context, and this has nothing to do with Shoppers <laughs> Drug Mart. But Don't I was sponsor in, us. I was with one of my daughters, and this man, who actually was relatively young, came up to my daughter and said, is that your sister pointing to me? Yeah, exactly. How many times is that? And she went and she was like, she's, you know, she has this as well. I mean, she's 19 now. She has men always coming up to her. Yeah. And I mean, um, she's gorgeous. And she's like, um, no, it's my mom. Because you kind of have to be polite. You're not quite of sure. Of course you have to be polite because and you, you don't want to get stabbed. Exactly. And you want to kind of de escalate the aggression. Mm -hmm. And then he starts saying, you know, and you're just like, <laughs> you know, and you just sort of have to laugh and yeah. kind of back away. Yeah. And you're like, this is not right. I am in Shoppers Drug Mart. I yeah. shouldn't have to, I've said it again, have to have this. Yeah. Or like, you know, you're in a gym or you're walking home at night. You've oh, gone no, out. No, I've or never. you're on the subway. You, you've got to make all those conscious decisions. And that, you think, well, we haven't made much progress there, have yeah. we? Um, so uh, harassment, that that was the... That was the other that thing. That was the other thing. And, um, then and then I think we mentioned, we touched on this earlier, that still there's so much progress, but most of the unpaid work in the house is largely done by women. Now, and childcare. Now that is often we are our own worst enemy in that case. I know I am in my case because I hate the way my husband does you know the things housework. other than cooking yeah it's just forget it i'm just i can't be bothered to explain it to you i'm just going to do it myself so i and the same with the kids it's just like, i'll just do it myself it's easier so i do you know kind of works both ways. well also it's like i mean and i'm just going to interrupt you for one moment but um like the children they want their moms they do that's I mean, also the thing it's like they do your dad can be the dad can be there but the children want the mums. Gen, I mean, the, want generally, the to wipe yeah. the bums and do all the mum dirty stuff. Generally, they do, but it is often, and I've seen with lots of couples where the man takes a much more central role, so mm -hmm. a more modern role, less sort of traditional role, and they do sort of also want dad. Right. In my case, my kids always like they'll call my husband. And he'll be like, oh, you're calling me? That's so nice. You're not calling me about money or anything. Oh, no, no, I couldn't get hold of mum. So I'm just calling <laughs> you. And he's like, oh, okay. Oh, nice but, to see you too. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, generally. And, uh, you know, it depends whether you have girls or boys, obviously. Mm -hmm. And another last sort of point, because this is quite a lot in this article, but yeah, is about financial advice. Because I think a lot of... Um, you know, financial institutions still, it's not very geared towards helping women. Yeah. And for some reason, we're still, I don't know why, that is a huge generalization, but I don't think it's been the advertising or anything has been geared towards helping women. And I don't think women are still as good as they should be at not being financially independent, i.e. having a job, but making sure they have enough money for retirement, making yeah. sure they buy a house, making sure blah, 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 blah. Um, you're making good investments. Yeah. 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 You're protecting yourself and you're not spending it all on Chanel handbags. That's so hard. Well, that's pretty all. hard. Louis Vuitton. <laughs> oh, Kate Spade. Whatever. You know, whatever. You, Prada. Whatever, whatever can be bought. To my sugar daddies, I like Prada. You like Prada. In case you were wondering. Yeah. Who doesn't I'll, like a um, bit of Prada? I'll be expecting one when I get home. <laughs> So those are my facts. I love your facts. Well, I mean, it's hard. It's hard, Mel. Being a woman is hard. Being a person in society right now is hard. We're just, oh, there's God, too yeah. much going on. There's too much going on. There's too many expectations. And the last thing I'm going to say yes. is we also put too many expectations upon ourselves. Yes. We make 
you know, this oppressive expectation that you're going to be able to do all these things. Like, ease off, give yourself a break. Give yourself a break. That's what I would say. I love that. And I want to mm. end it there. Yeah. Because I think that was a beautiful way to stop it. Mm. And if it's a reminder to anyone on this lovely Wednesday to just give yourself a break. Absolutely. Take a breath. Definitely. <sighs> All right, that's our show, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, non-binaries, whoever you are, dogs, animals, um, furries. We will see you next week. Thank you so much for yeah, listening. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next and week. And don't forget to follow us, Sharing My Truth Pod, and rate and view this podcast. It really helps us out. We love you so much. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Please rate and review this podcast and follow us on social at Sharing My Truth Pod. And leave us a voicemail on our website, sharingmytruth.com, to share your stories and experiences with us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.